The Red Rum Theater, episode 141. PCU. Everyone get out on the dance floor. Feel into slow will cause hazardous booty. PCU. Released April 29th, 1994. Back when music was fantastic. This is peak adolescence. This is like you're, you're coming in the freshman, I'm coming freshman year, coming in eighth grade year. You start just like consuming art. Who yep. am I going to be? You know, I've, I've, by now, I think I've, I'm playing drums and I found Nirvana by now. Wow, dude. Well, that's huge. That, and we're already a very big part of my life. At 14, we're already watching movies. Every good. movie. I mean, I mean, Every weekend, every, almost every night we're watching something. Movies are a part of our life. Dude, you used to wake me up when we had school in the morning because you would, when you'd come home from all those, you'd stop at Myers and Brent videos. Yep. Sometimes you'd wake me up if you had a really good one. And we'd stay up till like midnight and watch movies. It was awesome. It was awesome. 44% Rotten Tomatoes. And I can understand why they would do that. Oh. Uh. by a guy named Hart Botchner. And this guy, Hart Botchner, <gasps> listen, the guy that turned into this movie. You all know who this is. Booby. Bubby. Bubby. Baby. <laughs> Show me to watch. What a douche, dude. The, it's, it's Dad, they're going to kill me. <laughs> Help me. Hello? <laughs> oh, they shoot him, Dad. It's Ellis. And, and when he hangs up, Ellis is like, Shit. <laughs> like, he knew he was like, that he takes a drink of his drink. <laughs> Ellis from Die Hard directed PCU, which is unbelievable. And Ellis, you know what's crazy? It's a small role, but he brings it to life. Bro, it, we know lines from Ellis. <laughs> from Die from Hard. Die Hard. <laughs> I probably know more Ellis lines than, than Carl Winslow's lines in that movie, dude. <laughs> dude, yeah, that might be true. That might be true, dude. <laughs> Bubby. <laughs> He's all doing cocaine. He's got it on his nose. Um, Nothing told me. The plot of this film is very is, is it's the last party friend on campus must defend itself from Republicans, feminists, vegetarians, and black nationalists. <laughs> That's because PCU. I never caught as a kid. It's politically Polit correct university, and it's really like Preston College, or Preston Charter University, whatever yeah. it's called. Um, but it's really the it's it's the Toronto. This is in a long line of and college this movies. Is Thirty years ago, and there's this is still Listen, around. We'll get to the yeah, so, so times yeah. haven't changed that much. So the long line of um, college films probably goes back to my earliest one I know was Animal uh, Animal House, and Animal House is not my first college film. This one is. I watched this before Absolutely. Animal House, so, and so a lot of people love Animal Actually, House. Actually, you know what I might have watched? No, you know what I definitely watched before this? What? Um. The stinking, um, not old back, school. Back to school. <laughs> the diving, Rodney Dangerfield, the diving team, dude. I saw only pieces of uh, back that to movie school. was so great. Back to school because I'd watch pieces. I'm like, I don't know what. I don't get this. Like, I didn't get the Vonnegut joke back when I was a kid. I didn't either, and I didn't really get that joke until Jarrett, who's a huge <laughs> Kurt Vonnegut fan, and showed me his Vonnegut tattoo. <laughs> And I'm like, and another thing, Vonnegut. <laughs> Dude, it makes that scene so much better. I'm Kurt Vonnegut. His son's like, oh. <laughs> but um, the teacher's like, he's dogging out, Vonnegut. Whoever wrote this doesn't know the first thing about Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> and I'm stopping to check. <laughs> that is really funny, Dude, man. So, ba so you know, back to school, old school, Animal House, um, Van Wilder. All of Van the Wilder was good. Part two, The Rise of Taj sucked. Van Wilder. It was that was Vanderbeek, wasn't it? No. It was it Ryan Reynolds? I know it was Van Wilder. Was, was Van Wilder was was Van uh was uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Okay, that's right. But Taj was the same Indian dude for part one. Right. Uh Harold Kumar dude. But um Steakin. So, so there's this long line of college films of kids coming of age. Party in college, being this. What's that one with uh, Jack Black trying to? And uh, your boy, uh, the guy that eats the the snake or eats the mouse and because the snake to eat it out of his out of his road trip. Road trip's one, but there's another one with Jack Black. Road trip is a college movie with with Tom Green. Oh, wasn't I? Was thinking road trip, but there's one with Jack Black. 
where a guy writes a letter to the dean. They got to get back the, the guy's Orange County. Orange but, County. No, no, that's high school getting into college. Okay, is it? Okay. And it's Tom Hanks' son. It, Colin Hanks. Yep. Yes. Okay, thank you. That was, that was okay. Not as good as Road Trip, though, <laughs> dude. Fred Ward was so good in that. Dude, when that car falls apart. I, I Listen, I said it, make it. <laughs> I didn't say the shape it was going to be in. <laughs> oh, dude, my boy Terry Beer sent me a clip from... <laughs> There's this thing in South Dakota called, I think I might, oh, dude, it's, oh, it sounds awesome, it's called the Gamble 500, and you oh, sign up for it, and you got to buy a car for $500, and you can't, you can't be like, your grandma can't give you a car for a good car, for you, you got to find a real car for 500 bucks, under 500 bucks, so you got to buy a beater, okay, this is South Dakota, there's probably beaters on farms all over that land, you know? You buy the beater and sign up for it, and the day of the contest, they give you a location 500 miles away. And you got to see if you, how far your car makes it. And if you make it, you win. How do you get home? <laughs> you, I don't know. If you make it, you get a Greyhound ticket home. <laughs> you don't make it, put your thumb in the air. <laughs> like Pee Wee Herman. So, oh, speaking of which, do you want to feel old? Oh, no. Pee Wee Herman just turned 70 like three days ago. That's not possible. Is that crazy, dude? <laughs> So the guy likes movie theater bathrooms. What are you going to do? He still was awesome. <laughs> I was watching the day with the kids, Flight of the Navigator, and Pee-wee did the voice for the, the ship. He did not. Yes. He just did the one part. He, it's, it's the ship starts off being like serious, but at some point in the movie, when it like absorbs his mind, it's all good. Well, I know he does a Pee-wee impression. He does Pee-wee the second half of the movie. He's really? It's all, it's all him, dude. Still... His character in Blow was incredible. I've never seen Blow. <gasps> what? What's the name of our segment? What's the name of our segment where we... It's called Swap Meet. Swap Meet. You know what? You get an easy one. No, I'm just saying I want to do a Swap Meet. Okay. So what do you got for me, Uncle Tony? Man. I got one for you. Shit. <laughs> do I got to read it? No. <laughs> Listen. In honor of the great Nicolas Cage movie we watched this okay. summer, I want you to watch Paddington 1 and 2. <laughs> I will accept that challenge. Okay, what am I watching? Because oh, dude, they were crying <laughs> watching that. <laughs> and you told me, this ain't, they're not lying. <laughs> like, it's one of the best movies. <laughs> and what sucks is they were saying Paddington 2 was the best. You gotta watch one so I got to watch one. Yeah, you got to watch one again. Now, was that an hour and a half each? Yes. Three hours? Three hours. Am I going to be a blubbering mess? You, dude, just watch it. Can't wait, dude. Okay. See, everything, everything in our fans right now is saying that you need to watch Blow. <laughs> I do need to see it, and I've never seen it. There's, there's three that I'm going to say right now that I want you to watch. Yeah, pick one of them. Well, I understand. I already know which one I want you to watch. Okay. But I know you haven't watched Equalizer 2. and that I have not. my heart. Because Equalizer 2 is just as good. I, I'm serious. Dude, that, that, that's hard for me to believe. It's just as good as part one. Unbelievably so. So there's that blow. What was weird? Oh. You're going to hate me for this one. What? Place Beyond the Pines, dude. You still haven't seen it. I'm scared of it. <sighs> Blow it is, dude. Because this movie has everything. Oh, and dude, Johnny Depp should have got an Academy Award for that. Dude, so next month, in September, we're going to bring back our swap meet and see how it went. <laughs> dude, I love the swap meet, dude. I love it. Swap meet's great. great. It is great. So, Oh, man, John Street was telling me I had to tell you to watch something, but I forget what it was. Okay, so... All right, long line, of, long line of college films. PCU for me is my first college film. One of my favorite of all of them. It's way up there for me because it was, it was, if not number one, I just enjoyed. I do remember seeing old school in the theater and being like, "This is a different kind of funny." I never saw old school. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you just see Tony's face right now, dude. He Bro. doesn't know what to do. It's the same thing when I tell all you nerds that I've never seen any uh, Harry Potter or any Lord of the Rings. And you're with me on the no Game of Thrones ever. Yeah, I've never seen anything. I, I could care less. You've never seen old school, dude? I've it seen, is so I've funny. seen clips. Holy crap. You know why I haven't seen old school? 
Why? Because of Will Ferrell's pee-pee? Because uh. I just was kind of on a Vince Vaughn like negativity spree when that came out. Because of Maid? Yes. But did you not watch Swingers? But he was incredible. Did you not watch Dodgeball? But Dodgeball, there was almost too much of him. Like all the characters around him helped you save know, the movie. You know, you know what could have been what I could have had more of. For some reason, I I love Justin Long. Dude, he was great. I lo- dude, have you ever seen? Obviously, you have not seen this one. Zach and Mary make a porno. No, there is a cameo by Justin Long. That is the funniest thing I've ever come, seen. Come on, dude. What is dude, it? Dude, so <laughs> at the beginning, Zag and Mary are going to their 10-year reunion. I saw the preview of the, the movie. So so I, she was like, wants to seduce her crush in high school. Okay. And so her crush is there, and he's looking like, he's like a star football player. I, I don't know who plays him, but you know him. <laughs> he's beautiful. He's like, so she's like, they're, they're all drinking, and she sees him, and he's like, oh, man, you look so good. And she's like, what? She goes, you know, I was... Because uh, he gave her a bad nickname when they were in high school. Now, this sounds like the whole movie, but this is literally five minutes of the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's there, not married, no ring, lives in L.A. He's an actor. And so she's like hitting on him. She's like saying. It's Brandon Ruth, isn't it? I don't know who Brandon Ruth Superman, is. Superman. Superman Returns. Yes, it is. I heard he was hilarious. Yes, it is. I heard he was great. And he is so, so randomly. Uh, Seth Rogen's at the bar getting drink, and he sees Justin Long, and they start talking. And and Seth Rogen thinks, "Oh, great, another super cool dude that has no idea who I was when we went to high school." And he's like, "Oh, don't worry, I didn't go here. I'm here with somebody." And he's like, "Really?" And he goes, "Yeah." And he's like, "That's funny because the person I'm here with, she's over there making a fool of herself trying to, you know, get in the whatever his pants." And and. Justin Long is the gay boyfriend from L.A. who's a gay porn star. And he starts talking to stinking Seth Rogen about movies he was then, dude. And Seth Rogen was like, never heard of that one. He goes, well, you're not really my demographic. And Seth Rogen's like, well, who's your demographic? Demographic. And he's like, do you like the dirty word for vagina? Do you like... And he's like, yeah. And he's like, not you. <laughs> like, he's just this whole, like, ridiculous freestyle of gayness. And it is, it is the most unbelievably funny thing I've ever seen. Dude. I've wanted to see the film because it's Kevin Smith. And I've always enjoyed Kevin Smith for movies. Oh. Even though Cooks 3 looks terrible. Well, you will see Jay's pee-pee in it. I mean, maybe I don't need to see this then. so, dude. Jay's really funny in this movie. Oh, I forget. Stinking the dude from Clerks is in it, too. Not the, the video store, Randall. Really? Yeah, he's the one that does the filming. Oh, it, my gosh. It's a horrible movie, but it's Okay, really so not very good. Okay, so. So, anyways, Justin Long in Dodgeball is awesome. So, anyway, PCU. PCU. So, <laughs> we're getting back to PCU. We're 13 minutes. Let's talk about PCU. So, before we get to PCU, <laughs> we got to do before we go into it, a sad thing. We couldn't watch this movie. Yeah, this is a thing I was talking to our boy John Street about. I got to start going to the bargain bins and just buying DVDs again. Because I didn't realize until you told me about it. When, we, when neither one of us could find the movie, I didn't realize that there was like, things going on with the, with the studios. There are media out there. So, I, so here's life. VHS owned so many VHS tapes. But I, I was a kid, so I was buying a mom would buy them. Yeah, I get, when I get, became a man, it was DVD, and so I'm buying. I bought so I owned at one point in my life. I owned boxes of DVDs. Then I went to India, so I sold it all, and I bought early streaming. Apple would buy I'd buy movies for like fifteen bucks. But then when I came back, I owned a bunch of movies on like I bought it from Apple or Amazon. You know, you buy movies on these. But when I came back. Netflix, Netflix started streaming, so I'm like, I'm gonna stop buying stuff. I bought a few Blu-rays, not many. I bought Band of Brothers. So can I want to watch it in that awesome Blu-ray. Fantastic. The awesome Blu-ray. I forgot how much you could hate David Schwimmer. Oh, dude. What an episode, though. What an episode. Those episodes are incredible. Um, they, dude, that's, oh, okay. That show's incredible. I bought Planet Earth on Blu-ray. So I had Blue, I, I, Planet Earth. It's a documentary. So I bought Blu-ray for those two series, Band of Brothers and Planet Earth. I love watching you know what Henry bought me for Christmas one year? What? Did he buy it for you too? I don't on know. On DVD? I do not know. He gave me a copy of Blood and Blood Out on DVD. I didn't get one. No, he did, did get one. I do got it. I do got it on DVD. I'll say he gave it to both of us. Yeah, he gave one to both of us. So, 
I left TV, went to Blu-ray for a second, but then streaming happened. So I'm like, I don't need to buy stuff anymore because we have streaming. Now, when the kids were little, I went by the Disney Super Pack. They had like a DVD, Blu-ray, and the streaming. But I, as I got older, I stopped buying even that because I thought Dude, it's you all know what online. Sucks is when, you, when there's something that's awesome and, you're, and you just think it's always going to be on that platform. Yes. Then the month hits. You're like, shy. Here's the thing. Oh. I thought everything's been digitized and everything's streaming. Me and too. And it's not true. I especially thought if you go to iTunes movies, you just got to punch right, it. Right, just buy it. If I catch Then I saw it was on Amazon Prime and I went out and they said, this is not available. I'm like, what? PCU, because of licensing issues. Now, there's this article out there saying it's been canceled because it's so politically incorrect. That's not the truth. The truth of the movie is that there's basically, as movies, like as studios get bought by different companies, there's these contracts that sometimes the who owns it gets money. So it's, i got to go to the courts to figure out who owns this movie. There's a lot of movies like this. Dude, the movie Dogma, you can't watch. Which sucks. Because it's one of Kevin Smith's best. There's a speech that Matt Damon gives in Dogma about the nature of God. And even though it's, it's unreal. It's poking fun, but it's genius. I'm like, because he's talking about, like, he's like, he talks about like rebelling against God. How that idea is crazy, and the, I'm like, I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm just like, Amen. Like I'm like, I ain't gonna do that either. Let's yeah, like, there, there's some. Str- I love how he's like, you didn't say bless you, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Movie the golden calf, <laughs> man. <laughs> they, isn't there isn't there a real movies? No. Didn't they try to create one? I think they did for a movie like premiere just to be funny, okay. but I don't think it was a real restaurant. Like, like so. Clerks 3 looks horrible. Looks horrible. Really? Dude, the actors look old and moldy, dude. Man, that's life, fool. I'm just saying. What you think? We're spring chickens? Look at Tom Cruise's. Yeah, you ain't lying. And stinking uh, Jennifer Connelly is. Don't get me started. Like, they're, they're, they're dude, Jennifer older than Connelly us looking great. Is... Something about a woman with beautiful hair, bro. Jeez. So... Here's the, the bomb movie. Here's a movie you're going to believe you can't watch right now. You can't watch True Lies. That I don't believe. Something happened with who owns it. I mean, how does Cameron just go buy all the rights to it himself and release it somewhere? Because he's too busy with those dumbass sequels that you can't <laughs> wait for. After that, I don't give a rip about. Dude, on the mic, baby. On the mic. Avatar does not look great. The new. Listen, I'm going to watch it. No, you Avatar won. 1 in that 3D. Listen, it revolutionized movies. I, I I will give you that, but the story wasn't that great. Just watch Fern Gully without 3D, and it's like same movie. But dude, Steakin, um, what's his name? What's the the guy in Un, um, Unforgiven? Terminator Three? Nope. Um, the guy. Hold on. Or Terminator Four? Not um, not not Wyatt Earp. Tombstone. Tombstone. What's his name? The guy everyone you love to hate. Ike, Ike becomes that awesome drill instructor. The drill instructor. Yeah, Ike lost a bunch of weight and got tough. I'll give him and that. And he's awesome in that. Yeah, he When is. he puts on that sneaking exoskeleton and fights the avatar, that's Isn't incredible. Is he the bad guy, though? Yes, it's awesome. He's a great bad guy. I do love Sigourney Weaver in that. Oh, dude. She's and that ending was sweet. Sweet. Man, so, Sigourney Weaver is a beautiful woman, dude. So I'm saying, I think I'm going I'm I'm to quest out to find... I'm going to quest out to find True Lies and Dogmon DVD. Not even Blu-ray. They don't have it. It's, 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 you got to go, go just, DVD. You got to start going to Walmart and going to the bin. And find it. Just, just. PCU, though, has not been made in like 20 years. So you got to go and buy that thing. Yeah, it's probably like 500 bucks. It's like 40, 50 bucks from people on eBay. <laughs> Stupid. For a DVD. And you got to trust that it's going to be in the box. And not be able to scratch the crap. Yes, DVD. Remember though, sometimes you'd rent, you'd rent a bunch of movie, go home, watch it, and it freeze. And you'd be, and I'd be like, no, I'm, I'm like, please don't, please don't. And you go back like, it's only copy. And you're just like, ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> but you know what's you, crazy? Man. Also, in this digitized, digitized age, as they bring, <laughs> as they bring movies over to digital, sometimes they they lose stuff. Yeah, like James Cameron, or not James Cameron. Um, the Star Wars dude. Oh, he he changed crap. Look, he cha- ruined shit. No, dude. but Encino Man, in the oh my pancreas, the line is gone. That's the line of the movie, and it's gone. How is that possible? And I'm like, am I crazy? But I'm like, you remember it? I remember it. But when- dude, if oh man, if I could go to because it's literally it's 
you're out at the house. Yes. And you see him go up in the air and hit the floor. And you, you hear just that. hear it. Oh, my pancreas. And, and then it changes scenes. And it's gone. What? And as movies are digitized, you lose these little elements. And I'm like, how did you lose this? Okay, so the reason we've been talking so much about Encino Man is because one of the girls in this movie is the main girl from Encino Man. But the PCU, we're watching we're talking about this movie from memory because we cannot watch it. Yeah, which sucks. But we've seen it so many times. Oh, dude, so many times. So, um, so here's the cast. Jimmy Piven's the main character. He, he's how does he look younger now than he did then? It's wild. Dude. Now, Piven? Do you remember the cameo? He was hilarious. What? Rush Hour 2. What? When, he, when they were trying to get suits to go into the casino, and Jimmy Piven was the gay salesman. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, my gosh, dude. And Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker are trying to buy suits from him. <laughs> oh, dude. I know Piven from Piven's Judgment fantastic. Night. Yes! Oh! Best movie Night. to this day. That Can movie, you find Judgment Night? I think you find Judgment Night. Okay. But there are movies like that that are these small movies that weren't major. You're afraid. Of, are they out there? Are they already digitized? Can you get them? So Piven has been in some good movies. Uh, he's been in, he was in Heat for a second. Entourage is his big break. He was in Heat? He played the doctor who had to give. That's right. He's like, give me your shirt. My wife gave me the shirt. Like, give me the shirt. He was trying to get money from him. Yeah, dude. My wife gave me this. <laughs> oh, he's a slob, dude. Dude, he's always so sad. He's uh, very bad things. <gasps> That movie, him and Daniel Stern are brothers, dad. I loved him in Gross Point Point Blank. You just loved Gross Point Blank. It's crazy. I love the soundtrack. I love the location. Agreed. I, I, dude, and um, Mini Driver has never been more just cool. She was pretty lovable in Goodwill Hunting, bro. Yeah, she. Like, is. I was in love with her in that movie. Dude. Okay, agreed. She's so she's been twice. That movie is so amazing. Like. <laughs> Dude, I wish you could see Ernesto's face right now. Listen, <laughs> he's giving me the dur dur. It's like it's Fred like Durst. that. So I have a, 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 a app I have called Letterbox, and you track the movies you watch through the year. So I'm tracking what I'm watching. I'm watching like average <laughs> of 15 movies a month. So like 10 to 15 movies a month I'm watching, and uh, I don't give five stars out very easily. I'm a real jerk. I'm you like get, you can rate these. movies? You rank them as you, I watch them. I like I, I already saw it, but I give it a four star or whatever. So for me, send me this. Three stars is for me is like it's a it's a watchable movie. It's fun. Four stars mean you're better than most movies. Five means you are you greatness. So okay, give me an example for three that's like solid. Okay, I'm pulling up my app right now, my Letterbox app, because I want to know how good. Because I'll, I'll give threes out all day, all day, dude. Okay, I'm, I'm pulling up my app here. I'm pulling my diary up. Diarrhea. Cha, cha, cha. <laughs> so, uh, three. Let me see what I gave three to. Uh, ooh, man. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, I gave three stars. What the hell did you just say? Sonic the Hedgehog oh. 2, got three stars. Um, I'm looking. Uncharted, I gave three and a half. Uncharted was fantastic. Give three and a half. What did, what did Goonies get then? I haven't mean, I watched Goonies. I gave The Mask three and a half. You've seen Goonies. You just didn't watch it for the... Yeah. I gave War of the Worlds three and a half. War of the Worlds doesn't get as much as The Mask, bro. I'm sorry. Um, but for five, I'm looking for fives. Here's my fives. I got Inside Out. Hold on. I'm going. I'm looking for the five. Like, dude... <laughs> Sin City got a five. Yeah, I'm, I'm just my saying. mitts. We all want to be Marv, dude. Dude, heck yes. Um, Ghost in Darkness only got four. That's a pretty good score, though. Yep. Let's see here. Top Gun Maverick, I get four and a half. I gotta see it again. I gotta see it again. I get four and a half for first viewing. That's a that for me the big deal. I get four and a half first viewing. I'm gonna see it again when it comes up next uh, next month. Did you slap Wes in the back of the head yet? When he kept trying to convince us that it was a mediocre movie. I gave Zack Snyder's Justice League my movie of the year last year, four and a half. Probably because it sucks. <laughs> the Batman, five stars. I can't disagree with that. The Passion of the Christ, five stars. <laughs> of course. My name is Pastor Ernesto. Sicario, four and a half. It's a good score, though. I want to see it again. It's that good. <laughs> Seven. That was a first viewing too, huh? Yeah. Seven. Five. Five. Oh, yeah. dude, what's in the box, bro? Ten and bombs. 
Five. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have gave it a five. Prince Egypt, I gave four and a half. Dude, Prince of Egypt. Man, what an the King's Man, I gave two and a half. Never seen it. Is that the one with Liam Neeson? Or uh, not Liam Neeson. The one that was on uh, Red Dragon. Yeah, Ralph. Ralph uh, Fiennes. Yeah, Ralph Fiennes. Use the suspects. Five stars. Yeah, of course. Come on. Um, Waterboy, three. <laughs> Sabrina, three. Jackass Sabrina's Forever. Sabrina's on the list, bro. I watched with Angie. Delirious got only two and a half, dude. <laughs> I, mean, I can't. I, listen, it was better when we were young. <laughs> like, I like John Candy, but it's not a great movie. No. So I watch these movies and I, I rate them, dude. I just dude, rate. I didn't know you could do that, dude. I'm doing like like so for this month so far. I'm at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine movies, and I got some over. So I'm, I gotta get a few more movies in my belt before the month ends. Um, the month's over in three days or two days. I gotta get a few more in. That's all I'm saying. I'm, okay. I'm so I'm saying five stars for me. I I don't give it out very often. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, Ghost Point Blank. I just, they hit so many good spots for me. But I remember Jerry Pippen just like, uh, he's like, 10 years! That, he's a buddy from high school. Right? Yes. You, you know what else he was on that was awesome? What? Family Man. He Who was Nicolas Cage's buddy next door. He was, dude. He was great. So Pippen plays the, like, the king of the frat. Yes. Because at PCU, you have this one frat. It's not really a frat, but it's a house. Oh, it's a frat. Okay, but frats are illegal, so they can't cause the frat. Yes, that's right. So there's that's this house, and they are just drunken, like, like high. They're kind of like, he's been there seven years, dude. Yes. So he's just like living at college. And the thing about the PCU is hilarious is, I can't believe this is true. Like, this movie's so crazy because it, it is blowing up everybody. Like the Republicans are racist, like rich white yep, jerks, misogynists. Dude, they're terrible. Remember that the Kosa get in, like who killed Jesus? The Jews. <laughs> dude, they're so terrible, dude. I know. We're, we're, and they're in a basement. What kind oh. of shoe do you wear when you go boating? I, I, I don't know any. I'm like, I don't know. So funny. So stupid, dude. David Spade. I can't. But believe then you it. have the feminists. You have like the the black Hebrew move, the black national movement. You vegetarians, and they just like they basically mock all these friend these the it's left crazy. and the right. They're like these guys are crazy, and they, the hippies that are playing the frisbee the frisbee golf, dude. <laughs> which in college is I went to college ninety eight. They were still playing frisbee golf. There was frisbee there's frisbee golf leaves. There were frisbee golf leagues in downtown Chicago that all the cool kids from the schools would come and play, and people would come watch. It was dude, it's huge now. Dude, Knuth would play fr- frisbee. No, fr- not frisbee golf. Ultimate frisbee. Yes, that's what ultimate it was. frisbee. It was football, wasn't it? Yeah, with frisbees. Which how, how, that's gone. Ultimate frisbee. Ultimate frisbee's gone. Frisbee golf is, man. You know what? What I bet you that some fool who makes frisbees for a living keeps on coming up with new ways to use frisbees to keep his his product moving. Well, he's a genius. Because people buy, dude, frisbee golf people, they buy, like... Like clubs. The clubs, they have their heavy one, their driver. They call it their driver. <laughs> like, I own board... Next room over, I have board games. I have comic books. I'm a huge nerd. But I, if I was dating a girl, I wouldn't be like, hey, babe, I bought... So what'd you do today? I bought this new frisbee. It's my driver. Like... I, I couldn't say this without loud and not look down on shame. Like, <laughs> I got this He-Man figure. It's in mint condition. It, it's the same level in my book. You know what sucks about my burping tonight? What? Is that I'm burping up that horrible sandwich I just had at Weenie's favorite stinking joint. Dude, your boy told me. He swore to me. Jimmy John's was the best. Not Jimmy John's. He swore to me that... that uh, Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's was the best sandwich shop in the area. He said better than Firehouse Subs, better than Quizno, First better than Jimmy John's, better than Subway. He's hilarious. And you're saying that sandwich sucked? Sucked, bro. Sucked. Dude, I had, I had for a late lunch today, I had Arby's. I had their new uh, Philly cheesesteak. And you know what? Tastes like nothing. It's funny that you say that. Because guess what I got from Jersey Mike's? Philly cheesesteak? And it was shit. T- There's no flavor to it. They go, well, we could put on this vinaigrette and this pepper and this oregano, and, and it'll be just like Italian sauce. No! I'm, and I'm, I'm like, I'm Philly? eating it, and I'm like, eczema gross. They put vinaigrette on your Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. Those, those blasphemers. Yes. Those Philistines. I'm telling you. 
<laughs> That's why my burps aren't good tonight. Dude, we were watching Ferris Bueller's Me and the Kids Watch Ferris Bueller's tonight. And let's see when they go to the art museum in Chicago. And Angie's naming every artist and painting as they're going through. And I was like, dang, babe. Because <laughs> she's educated. <laughs> I know. She's, she's SMRT. <laughs> I am so smart. SMRT. Yeah. Um, so, but BC, so uh, this movie, I Polycritic University, they really do a great job of mocking everybody. everybody. They're like the Bill Burr of college movies. <laughs> now, there's a study that came out that said, so I'm going to be a little political. Not, really, not much at all. So apparently Trump, dude, in the last election, what was that 2020 he, he lost? In 2020, he pulled a lot more black and brown votes. Did you know that? No. Dude, they say Mexicans right now are 50-50 Democrat-Republican. How is that even possible? Because back in the day, Mexicans were straight up Democrat. Listen. And according to the study, black and browns, they're answering, they answer questions like, is faith important to your life? They answer way higher than whites do now. And the, the left, the far left, is so like abortion is the, the, the answer and LGBT, the black and brown are leaving them because they're banging that drum so loud. So the black and brown are going to Trump, being right chased out by the far left. But in, what's crazy is Trump lost were the white suburban folk because they're leaving because the Trump of cult ran them off. So you have these, they're changing seats. You have these, these white folk leaving Republicans because of the far right. You have black and brown leaving the Democrats because of the far left. I just saw a video. And it was a white guy dressed in a poncho, a fake mustache, and a sombrero, and maracas. And he was going to college students. And I'm, white, I'm already laughing, white, dude. <laughs> black women, like, going to, is this offensive? And every one of them. Yeah, it's offensive. That's yes. Yeah, uh, cultural appropriation. It's this, it's this. Uh, you know, and then it says, "College kids, one hundred percent." Like it's offensive. And then it showed him going into a Mexican side of town, going to like tons of Mexican people. Is this? How do I look? Oh, you look fantastic. Is this offensive to you? No, it's great. It's good. <laughs> it's good. One hundred percent of Mexicans thought it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love studies like that. Dude, I, <laughs> dude, so I'm just saying, like, this movie, like, the thing is, and it's true because as a person, if this I- This movie could piss off everybody. Yeah, if I, if I watch Fox News today, I'll be like, stick your Republicans are stupid. Now, I'm like, but if I go watch the, the MSNBC, I'll be like, Democrats are stupid. Like, the far sides of both those parties, like, you're just like, what are you guys talking about? And this movie kind of is like poking everybody, which- it's, it's hilarious. And it's old and doing that. It's, dude, I can't believe it's 94 and they're dogging this stuff, dude. dude it's, there's some funny gags. There's in this. some awesome things. The thing, I think the scene I never forgot in this film was when he trips over the cord in the computer lab. <gasps> and everyone's writing their singing dissertations for finals week and stuff, their finals exams. <sighs> and he, everything goes off the computers, dude. Listen. I went to college right before, like, personal computers still cost a lot in 98. So I had to go to the computer lab to write my papers, okay? You go down there, and dude, during finals week, or the final, like, last week, that's end of school, there'll be lines. You had to like, sign up and wait to get a computer. And that's crazy. You got to go, and you bring your own little floppy disk to put in the machine, dude, and you had to save it on your floppy disk and go to your room and, like, do 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 you know. Holy um, crap. But I can't imagine losing a paper. I have never lost a paper Four years of college, three years of master's program. I can't imagine the feeling of losing a paper. All that work. It's like James Caan and Misery. Dude, because you're not getting it back. No, it, you, you will remember some of it. You'll remember the point, but you won't remember everything. No. But when he trips over that, the people all look up, dude. He's just like, and they all chase him across campus like Blues Brothers style, dude. Everybody wanted to kill this guy. Everybody. And he wasn't even in the school yet. He was a He was a pre-fresh <laughs> visiting. <laughs> So great! Oh man! We also have and he room. and he was running and he caught the frisbee on accident. And he steals kept running the frisbee, dude. and then like their game was over. <laughs> he stole the bean. What did he do to piss off the black nationals or the black? Uh, I, he did. I wanted to see this. I was I was so pumped to watch this movie last I night. Know. And I'm like I'm like it's got to be someone. I looked up online. They're like you cannot watch this film. You just can't. That sucks. 
If you want to watch PCU, you can't watch it. You got to go on eBay, find a DVD from some random guy, and he's going to overcharge you for a piece of crap version of this film. Let's talk about Favreau, dude. That's... Do you know what Favreau proves in this movie? What? That the American dream's still alive. <laughs> that yeah. this goober of a guy playing this small, little role could become one of those powerful men in Hollywood today. He's a, dude, he was a nobody. <laughs> he was a nobody. He's so good in this movie, dude. With his little mini dreads. <laughs> big old gumpy just sticking him. G- goober of Can a guy. You blow me where the pampas is. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you show me where the campus is? He's redundant. <laughs> He's all high walking the streets, bro. And this guy. What time is it? I missed my ride. <laughs> He's trying to get the George Clinton. He got too high. Dude, dude stinking. <laughs> I missed my ride. <laughs> this, this was my first time I ever saw John Favreau. Was this movie? Yes. Gutter Before Swingers. Tool. Before Swingers was this. Well, Swingers actually might come up before this, but I saw this first. Swingers. Swingers is after this. Favre is so good in Swingers. And you know who's good in Swingers? Is Heather Graham. Oh, she's amazing. Just her being the girl after the girl. And what, just magical. Did you see Chef? No, I didn't. <gasps> You would love it. And she's been asking me to watch it for a second. It is so good. <sighs> Holy crap. So Favre, as an actor, does some good work. This is before Swingers. Yeah, that's what I was He's saying. in The Replacements. He's hilarious in The Replacements. He's so funny. And he got a bit random role. He plays a, a meathead jock. But then he decides to go into directing. And this guy, you know what this guy did? Directing? He's responsible for Iron Man, isn't he? This guy was responsible for the entire Marvel MCU. The most powerful franchise in the world started with a single movie, Iron Man, and they gave it to Favre, and he killed it. He went and got again, Tony, uh, again, not Tony Stark, he went and got Robert Downey, who no one believed it because his career was dead. Like, this is, this, they, Tony Stark exists in the world, and he, he lives down the street. You want to talk about Greatest casting. Like, it's Hugh Jackman-level casting. Discovered the right guy. Dude, he literally did what Tarantino did to John Travolta. Exactly. Like, reinvigorated his entire life. Dude, how incredible was Travolta in Pulp Fiction? Dude. So, <laughs> Travolta does, or sorry, Travolta. Favre does Iron Man. What, just introduces the, he seeds, like Fury at the very end, initiative, and starts the MCU. Then, he does a Christmas movie. Elf. Elf. Still one of the best. Uh, of- still the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time. And then he says, you know what? Disney's like, we want to make live-action movies of our old films. So he does The Jungle Book. And to this day, it's still the best of all live-action movies. Dude, Lion King sucked. 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 Aladdin was okay. There was a- I want to see The Little Mermaid. They can do Little Mermaid? Little Mermaid. They little mer- uh, so Lion Who's King little sucked. Mermaid? Aladdin was all right. What else did he do? Cinderella was good. Cinderella. Beauty and the Beast was not good. Didn't watch it. But Jungle Book is better than the original. It's the only one of them that's better than the uh, cartoon. Probably because they got Bill Murray to play Baloo. Which was brilliant oh, I'll, casting. I'll tell you what, though. Christopher Walken's part was, like, haunting. Holy he was... Crap. King Louie was so good in this. Crazy, dude. His song, Walken Singing, is yes. so good, dude. Okay, so Favre has become this great filmmaker. And you know what else he did? You know what else this fool did? He's saving... Star Wars with the Mandalorian. He produced the Mandalorian. He produced, he, after that crap show that went episode nine, Rise of Skywalker, after that piece of crap was film. Was that brutal? Almost unwatchable, dude. I, I watched it once in the theater. I've tried to sit down and watch it again, and I turn it off. It's just so, it's so bad. I get so angry. I turn it off. Who's responsible for that? Abrams. It's not his fault, though, dude. It's the best it could. Abrams does part seven. They bring in a guide, part eight, who throws away J.J. Abrams' notes and like restarts the trilogy. And then Abrams comes back to nine and like goes back to his stuff and ignores eight. It's it's the weirdest, it's the weirdest so move. FUs to each other? It's it's it, it, it's 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 Trump uh, and Obama. First of all, all I know is what Abrams did with Star Trek, enough said. Abrams is a genius. St- those two Star Trek movies. Abrams can capture an old he can, he, anyways, so anyways, anyways. 
What are you talking about? Favre? No, we're talking about, we're talking about Favre. Favre. Favre, the guy saved Star Wars. Because after, after, after nine, I was like, Star Wars, dude, you killed it. And then The Mandalorian comes out on stinking Disney+. Plus. I still haven't seen it. Bro, it is... Isn't Danny Trejo in it? Yes. Dang! Listen, I watch these Star Wars shows, and I'm like, how... You should have gave the movies to Favre and to the guy who did the Clone Wars. Oh, what's his name? Um, I forgot his name. But you give, give the movie to those two guys, and you would have had a good film. You should have gave it. You should have gave them. Anyways, Favre saved. He started the MCU. He saved Star Wars. He saved Christmas. The guy stinking. He did save Christmas. And the guy stinking made the best Disney live action film. Favre is a genius film. He, he's hilarious. This film also has David Spade. <laughs> and David Spade... I miss my ride! Spade is so funny, dude. He plays the rich Republican racist just to perfection, dude. What is the song Piven goes in, turns on in that upscale party and locks? I don't remember. I remember the scene. I can't remember what song that was. People start slowly trying to get out. And yeah, the door's locked. And he locks everything and they take all the... Who's there? They Dude, steal the, the bar. People start slowly moving to the door. They oh can't get Oh my gosh! What song is that? I don't know. We couldn't watch the movie. I can't. I remember the scene. I just can't remember the song. Somebody will get a no prize if you tell us what song it is. Dude, I might give a real prize for this. You might get like a something cool. Because this, this is a, you, you, there's no way to get, it's not on YouTube. No. I mean, how do you find the answer to this question? Oh, I remember the song. Dude, David Spade, I used to dog the guy. Was it Afternoon Delight? I, I, I try to go to that song, and I only hear Stinkin' Will Ferrell. I know. <laughs> so that, that, that memory overwrote the I almost think it's Afternoon Delight. But if I'm wrong, prove it, and Ernesto might have a prize for you. I guess we dog dog spade because I'm like he's a one trick pony. What up? He's awesome, dude. I went through his filmography and I'm like, well, Spade is he's been fighting a good yes, fight. Yes, he has, and he's still relevant. Tommy Boy is okay. Him and Farley, what they did was brilliant. But then you have Joe Dirt is a cultural yes. touching point. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how Joe Dirt became the rallying cry for disenfranchised white people, but it did. Have you been to Owasso <laughs> or Durand? I'm saying though, if the, like I didn't go to a movie like um, what do you call it? Dr. Libre and go, oh my people. You know, I, did, I, did, I didn't like embrace the the <laughs> brutal stereotype of my people. I don't know. When we watched Blood and Blood Out, we were tough. <laughs> but like, it takes hillbilly and people. Hillbillies love it. Yes, they're not. They're like, yeah, like, they, they love Mullet it. Skull. <laughs> Uh, the Scarlet Hemi. <laughs> Dude. Yep. I got a, uh, what is it? A f- footprint gas pedal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Joe Dirt is out of control. I'm your sister. I'm your sister. <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy, dude. Oh. Joe Dirt's got some heart, though, dude. That's the thing. That's a good movie. You got Lost and Found. Has one of the best Artie Neil Lang. Diamond. You know Artie Lang is the guy, is the the fat friend in Lost and Found. I don't remember that. Artie Lang, remember? Yeah, he, I, he's got the dog, and they're trying to get the dog to shut up, so he puts peanut butter on the dog's tongue. And then Artie won't shut up, so he puts <laughs> peanut butter in Artie's mouth. <laughs> Lost and Found, is that the one where he sings the Neil Diamond song? Is that the, I'm not, I'm not the wrong movie? That's you're, Lost and Found. You're think, no, you're thinking of uh, the one with Jason uh, Schwartzman. Yes. And um, Lenny from The Wonders. Yes. And uh, Jack Black. Saving Silverman. You're not, saving, not Saving Silverman. Spade's on that. Spade is in a movie where he's trying to impress his boss. And the boss's wife loves Neil Diamond, and he doesn't come to a show. So, so Spade does... Brother Loves Traveling Salvation Show does a karaoke to it. And then the, the, the bad guy goes up there and pulls, like, turns off the stinky karaoke machine. So it's just, there's no sound. It's him, and he just starts singing for real. It's a great scene. You got to send me this. Dude, it is a... It's on Lost and Found? It might not be Lost and Found. Lost and Found is a dog one. Yeah, with the super hot... Uh, Girl. That plays the... I think the end of Lost and Found is... I don't know if that's the same movie. I got, I got to see. 
I remember the Lots of Found cover though. It's, it's him and the dog covering up his because he's naked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and I, I don't know. I remember. The, I don't remember the girl is. Anyways, um, but Girls Spade also did point. Emperor's New Groove, which is one of the best Disney films of all time. I don't think I've ever seen that. It has this unique, sarcastic humor that they've never done before or since, but with Spade, it just works. It's Spade and John Goodman. It's fantastic. And you know what else Spade was awesome in? What? The little nerdy suck butt and Coneheads. He was awesome, dude. Dude, he is this little nebbish, hilarious guy. Yes, he's great. He's even good in the grown-ups, dude. I don't care. <laughs> dude, he is Those good. Those movies should be better, but they're fine. They're fine. They're three stars. They're watchable. Completely Two watchable. Two and a half stars. One minute. Two minutes. <laughs> One and a half minute. So, uh, PCU. So, like, now, I went, uh, like, so part of you support the show. You can get the patreon.com. Give a dollar a month. Help make the podcast go. Pays the bills. Let's spend a new territory. Give me the money, Lebowski. You go to redroom.com. Threadless.com, see our t-shirt store. You can just give the one-time gift on PayPal. You know what I'm saying? Now, raise us right. There's a line in this movie that I don't know how, why I did this, but I heard that, and I was like, thank you for telling me this. Because I just didn't know. It's true. What's the line, brother? Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. So, gut, gutter, John Favreau's go to a concert. And uh, see, uh, Piven, He's to see George Clinton. Piven's like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? He's like, are you wearing a shirt? Of the band you're going to see, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Yes. And Every concert I go to, I'm like, because <laughs> people do it. In their defense, though, they probably bought it there. But don't show up to the. I, and there's that one line. How do you say? Like, being cool is important. Yes. <laughs> like, I. If I meet someone famous, I don't go all like ooey gooey. I don't get all cry. I'm just like, what's up? Like, what up, bitch? <laughs> I'm not gonna be like that. I just don't want to be. I'm your biggest fan, like misery style, dude. Ooh. Um, yes, Don Perry, not it is. Don Perry, not it is. <laughs> but I love going to shows. I go to yes. shows for the music. And I, and I don't wear the shirt of the band I'm going to see. <laughs> Even if I love them. Even if I love them. Yes. I'll wear it the next day. Straight up. Next day. I will be the biggest fanboy in the world, but not. It's an important thing. It, dude, I just. And if I see a guy wearing the shirt, I, if it's, I'm like, you don't even know the rule. Like, it's funny how this rule has become an unwritten rule that I li- I taught my kids this rule, dude. No, dude. It was either Gid or Zach Sheck just said this because they were going to see some man. He just said this on Facebook. Who did? Either Gid or Zach said it on Facebook. They said, don't don't wear the shirt of the band you're going to see. And I think, I think he was saying, I'm not going to wear the shirt of the band I'm going to see because I'm not going to be that guy. And I'm like, it's a real thing, dude. It's a, there are rules that, I think it's, if, if he didn't tell me, I, there are so many uncool things I've done in this life. There's so many things I've done in this life. It sucks, been, dude. I just didn't know the cool thing to do, so I did. I was, I was, I was lame. Oh. I was too, dude, you want to hear something? Just lame. Oh no! Can I handle this? There used to be this thing called like the migrant program here in Flint. Uh, yeah, we were both part of it. And like they, they want to encourage Mexicans to like do good in schools. So do these summer programs. What a terrible name for a program, the migrant program. Whatever. We went to the water slides for free. It was oh yeah, that's true. So it's, it's Latino kids, there was fine girls in that program, but I couldn't date anyone because they were probably related to me. <laughs> so, Steakin, um, so I go to this sleepover at a college. And I'm like I'm like I'm like eighth grade, and they're all like stinking. I think seventh grade. They're all like eighth, ninth graders. There's some like I think this kid with name Junior was there, and he was a big old. It was all these kids that were in Flint that were all cool as can be, older than I was. And I wanted to like talk to these guys, and so I all I had was mom. What do I know about stuff? So we sit around hanging out. People talking, telling joke stories. A bag of sand, <laughs> dude. That's what I did. I'm like so. Uh, so I'm like. What's like the scariest you've ever, most scared you've ever been in your life? Like I'm asking questions like that, trying to like talk to these guys. They're like, "You're lame, dude." Like it was. I kept on trying, swinging so hard, trying to be cool with these kids, and I just kept on dying. I was dying. Oh, like, dude, you guys ever been embarrassed before? Like it was. 
It was, I was like Chris Farley's talk show. I was that bad. This little something kid trying to make friends, dude. It was. I can't even hear this, dude. It. I just. No one told me. No one told me, dude. Oh. I. I was that guy. You probably I, silenced the whole room, dude. I was the worst man. I was. <laughs> I, dude, I was. Those kids made fun of me so bad, dude. So bad. Booster Brown. So. Raised us wrong, real quick on this one. Some of you guys have told some stories of college on this podcast. I failed out of college, and I watched this. I, I remember PCU and the movies I watched, like Van Wilder, Animal House, uh, Back to School. And I don't know how I I I can't believe I didn't think of this before. In my young brain, before I went to college, I had this picture of college is meant to rebel. College is meant to fight the system. College is meant to like work out your stuff. And so I went to college, and I, I pulled a PCU, dude. I fought everybody. Yeah. I fought the super spiritual kids. I fought the stinking carnal kids. How did you go to Bible college with your attitude, dude? I like the kids who all who all Jesus Jesus freaks. I fought them as hard as I could. The kids that were like drinking and, and like like drinking and lying about it. I fought those kids like like both sides. I fought them both, and I just. I fought the stinking RAs. I fought the dean. The, I, dude, it was, and you know what? It was so fun. But man, did it mess my life up. How many up. years did you spend at Moody? I think five years, five and a half. Dang, dude. Best times of your life? I mean, not a great time of life. Like, I, I regret filling out of college because the school offered me a lifeline to, like, not fail out. But I was like, I, I, I don't deserve this. So I, 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 they offered me money. They offered me like extension to all my classes, and I'm like, I don't deserve that, and walked away. What? I, I was stubborn. You know how we get. You know how people Mexicans are, dude. Yeah. Stop, I don't deserve that, man. I, just, I don't know one Mexican that would say, I don't want that money. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me that grace. But uh, your grace is enough. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I remember you were trying to talk me to go to Moody. I'm like, do you remember who I am? <laughs> You're like, I'll write your paper. I'm like, yeah, well, who's going to you... write the second one? <laughs> I met all, like, I lived in the PCU frat house. I met all the troubled kids, and it was a great season. I'm like, all my friends didn't fail out of college, every one of them. Dang. AC, the Todd father, Knuth. None of us made it. Really? The Great Arsma left to make his millions. Yeah, but the Great Arsma left on his terms. Yeah, he made did. his millions. None of those of us were like, dude, we're just crashing and burning. Dude, you're dude. living in a trailer in Texas working at Church's <laughs> Chicken. He's making millions of dollars. That's not, you're not lying, Jeez. dude. I was working at Church's Chicken. Todd's trying to be a beatnik playing, dude, playing bars and dude, drinking I, whiskey. <laughs> my manager's name was Casanova, and he's having like some kind of affair with the lady at the, thinking, at the church's chicken. It was crazy. It was wild, dude. Dang! His name was Casanova. Of course he's having you an affair. You can't blame him, none. I mean, the, but, uh, but PCU helped plant the seed of college is meant for being stupid, and I just let it play, dude. I, I'll tell you, another thing college did, or uh, PCU did, is made you realize how cool funk is. Dude. George Clinton is amazing. I love when a movie introduces you to a cultural thing you didn't know existed. Yes. Like, he, dude, he, at the end of the scene, he gave him mad love. The feminist, there's no way that's George Clinton. He's, he, wouldn't play, he wouldn't be playing the pit. <laughs> chips, chips, chips. That's how they came together. Free beer and, what does he say? Free beer and sex or something? That's how crazy they got everybody thing, George Clinton. Do you remember how John Favreau got George Clinton in the parliament? No. To the party? No. So he's walking around town because he can't find a ride. To the show. To the show. To the George Clinton show. And he's high off his ace. And uh, George Clinton's bus is parked because they, they're trying to find a bathroom. And so Gutter is like, he's stoned. He's like, well, if you guys give me a ride home, you guys can all use the bathroom. And they're like, really? And he's like, yeah. So they, he gets in the bus. They take him to the pit. He walks in and says, hey, guys, they're going to go use the bathroom. And they're trying to figure out how they're going to pull this party off because they got that horrible band. And they go walking in. And <laughs> the gutter thinks he's going to be in trouble. And they're like, you're a legend. Gutter, you're up. 
freaking legend, dude. He's the one who got George Clinton there. That's so, dude. And they they played a couple songs. And in they, his they too. played the party. It was, uh, dude, and because it's George, it's Clinton Funka Funkadelic Funka. It's. I thought it was Parliament P Funk Parliament, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Parliament of P Funk All Stars. What a great name that is, dude! And then you got the guy with the stinking uh, oh, what, wedding dress on, and the dude with a super deep voice singing, and the band is rocking. It's just like when Morris Day was on Stinky exactly, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Exactly. When you take a band. That like kind of like didn't get their love, and you t- try to share your love with this band with the whole world. Yeah, it's so cool. Like, dude, I like Neil Diamond today because of three films: Saving Silverman, Saving Silverman, Lost and Found, I think, and Beautiful Girls. Those three movies, <sighs> Beautiful Girls, gave mad love to Neil Diamond. Those three movies helped me realize, like, who is this guy? I'm like, oh, dude, I watched like three movies in a row that made me love. Um, what's his name, dude? Um, Give me a song. Hold on, I'm trying to find it in my head. It was an inner space. The guy, in, in, if he, then Quaid loved him in inner space. Um, played it in her ear when they're hanging out doing stuff. Oh, dude. See, I'm confusing it with the song with the toaster from Ghostbusters Two. No, not the that, 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 that Dickie Brown. But that that is when Martin Short's getting drunk. That's when they're playing that song. Yes. What is the one they play for her? Um, hold on. Pull out my music. It's not right Otis here. Redding, is it? Not Otis Redding. Hold on, I have it right here. Um, not Jackie. Whatever. No. What is his name? Dude, he's like this. He's like a sixties guy, African American guy. Got a, just a just a smooth voice, man. That's just how he always gets her back. Silky smooth voice. Back when Meg Ryan was. Uh, Dime, bro. Back when Dennis Dennis Quay's booty showing. Remember he goes out the street? Back when he didn't even make the greatness test. You know what? He does have a good movie. I forgot. Enemy Mine with Louis <sighs> Gossett Jr. Yeah, until we find out Louis Gossett Jr. is thinking asexual. But he's an alien. It's all good. <laughs> alien sexual. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. Doesn't he get birth? Yeah. And then he got to learn the, the ant because he's going to die. Dude, that movie actually is really good. <laughs> Enemy mind, dude. That, I remember thinking that was dope. I think it was dope because they're enemies and I'm kind of like alone together. And it's, it's just like, it's just a lot of cool themes in that film. <laughs> and you're like, looking at Dennis Quay sideways, how to lose guys during get pregnant? <laughs> 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 you guys ain't on the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Can you quit Lewis Gossett Jr. already? <laughs> Dude, in the movie, uh, Night at the Museum, when the two, when the Roman and the cowboy, when they're trying to let the tire out of the tires, and it, it's, the air's blowing, uh, one guy waves, he's like, just let me go. He's like, I can't quit you. Dude, I laugh every time. I've never time. seen either one of those movies. Oh, dude, Night at the Museum, they, they do that. I hear good things, though. When he does, I can't Is Robin you. Williams in it? Yes. Is he awesome? Dude, he's so good. Oh. So, we got the swap meet for next month. We have a, we'll put the vote up online for those of you our our, our faithful patron patrons. You listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or Amazon Podcasts. You like the show, you can leave a review. Well, By the way, the reason everybody from campus goes to the house for the party is to beat up is to beat up the prefresh because he pissed everybody off. Did you go visit Moody before you were a student there? No. How'd you know you wanted to go there? You've heard this story. Isn't that a, the point of being a prefresh? Yeah, to go see if you like the school or not. Yeah. Dude, you don't know. Dude, listen. You had a crush on somebody? No. I went to a summer camp and I won Mr. Hiawatha. <sighs> I and remember. And then I went to this, I go back to this church down river um, in Southgate or something and all like the Mr. Hiawatha, this 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 camp thing, they give Mr. Hiawatha to like the most spiritual kid in the camp. It was it's, you and Josh tied. Yes, we tied. It was a so tie. dumb. The, the BK, the PK, <laughs> the bus kid, the preacher's kid. Damn. <laughs> he got it because all that smooching he was doing with <laughs> Belly Walker. 
<laughs> so we go to this thing. We all got to give a testimony. And then they said, I remember they read uh, before the, the, the contest started. We all got to give a testimony and do stuff. It was, it was a weird. Baptists are weird, dude. Baptists are weird people. But I remember the guy said, if whoever wins tonight gets a, gets a $1,000 scholarship to one of these five schools. And they read five names off. And the, the fourth name was the Moody Bible Institute. I remember sitting in this chair thinking to myself, that's a cool name of a school. I thought it was the coolest name ever. So like a few months later, like maybe like, yeah, a few months later. What about Moody sounded cool? I like the name Institute. It sounds very like, like formal, like respectable, like Bible Institute. Yeah. So I'm downstairs in the Sunday school in faith. I'm down in the dungeon down there. Yep. And this old man asked me, and I said, what are you doing after high school? Because my senior year. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to go to the Moody Bible Institute. I just said that because I remember the name from the thing. He goes, you already apply? I was like, yeah. He's like, do you get you accepted? I'm like, I'm accepted, man. I just lie through my teeth. So then I go up to service, you know? And in service, Jim just goes, you know, I just got to hold something really powerful just between services today. It's like, one of our you own. You idiot! <laughs> one of our own has been called to the ministry and is going to the Booty Bombs Institute this, uh, this fall. We're like, I wonder who it is. Yeah, I was like, I'm going, what's going on? He's like, Ernesto, please stand up. And everyone clapped, and I'm sitting there like, Oh, shoot. You had that moment? Dude, it happened. And then I went home from church. And applied? I called information. I'm like, phone number for Moody Bible Institute, please. Like, what city? I'm like, I don't even know. I didn't know where it was. I didn't know anything about it. You're insane. They're like, there's one in Chicago. I'm like, that's it. I call. It's closed. I call back on Monday. Application's due in like two weeks. So I got to rush through, get it all done. And I'm like, if I don't get in, I, I, everyone's going to know I'm a liar. Everyone's going to know I'm a liar because it's all over. And I get accepted into school, dude, and I was so happy. Dude. You psycho. Dude, and then I found out after I applied that only like one out of two kids gets in. So I'm like, oh, no, dude. Oh, Did you no. play up the broken home dude. bus kid. <laughs> Did I mention I'm Mexican? My daddy beats me. <laughs> it was the PK in the PK. <laughs> I was a bus kid. I never met my daddy. <laughs> my stepdad's an asshole. <laughs> Mama May used to make us go buy milk with food stamps. <laughs> Just played every card you oh, got, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> my uncle's in prison. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like, man, because I, I said, you know, because dad, you know, our grandma's dying and dad's there. And I'm like, Aunt Patty's like, is that my aunt? Is that my aunt? Is that dad's sister? I thought she was in prison. And, and uh, that just goes, man, dad, how many of your family are in prison? And I was like, you said, son, they're your family too. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, was like, they do bad things. I'm like, well, they were good things. Uh, listen, everybody at that prison is innocent. <laughs> What they do, I'm like, we can't talk about it till you're older. Jeez, Damn. dude. What they do? You know, uh, <laughs> you know those those tags on the mattress that says <laughs> don't cut off. <laughs> well, uh, I took a knife and I cut one of them off. Dang. That dude, I never got that. Never, dude. dude till I was an adult, I always thought he cut the tag off a mattress. I'm like, wow, you go to jail for that? This one guy even got me all mad, so I took a knife and I, you know, those tags on the mattress. Because <laughs> he seen how scared he was getting. I always thought he cut the tag. Dude, on the I completely thought that, dude. Dude, I watched it first people just just today, and the nurse thing, I never got that. <gasps> Because I'm the nurse that loves to. <laughs> dude, I was like, I did. I'm like, dude, Louis Anderson is right there next to her smiling. That's right. Just right there, just like, dude, no lines, just in the shot. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. I can almost remember the song. <laughs> oh, Danny, I'm like, yo, that's why you gotta stay in school, kid. Hate school, start loving school. Okay, well, everybody, PCU so was not a full review because we couldn't watch the movie. We all memory, Listen, only memories. Memory, muscle memory. Just don't wear the T-shirt of the band you're going to see. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy, and you'll get through life. Listen, if you're going to college, don't wear the name of the co- don't, don't wear the college T-shirt either. If you're going to like MSU, don't wear MSU shirts around. Why not? Because yeah, you're just like it's like oh, I'm one of these. Like I, I just yeah, dude, it's like. Dude, there ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't do it. Dude, so I shouldn't wear a stinking t-shirt that says Drone Workshop or Zildjian or Minel? 
Yes, but not if you go like the Zildjian, if you would tour the Zildjian warehouse, you don't wear the Zildjian t-shirt. Not only, I'll do it, I'll have a Zildjian hat with a spinner on top, dude. A <laughs> <Little> propeller. <laughs> Bing. <laughs> All right, everybody. How much your family's in prison? They out now. <laughs> we 40. <laughs> Remember we used to go sit in this thinking... At the prison, we'd sit there like, the prison was the worst, dude. It was so uncomfortable. Just we went through all those. And we're such young punks. We're so That's young. That's like the only time that our uncle and our cousin got to see family. And we're like, when are we going? Jeez. We'd always buy us all those concessions to shut us up, dude. Grandma would always buy us. Oh, like, dude, we'd be all gassed up on sugar, dude. dude. <laughs> here's Mountain Dew. Here's M&M's. Just shut up for a little bit. Just like when we went and seen Joshua, dude. We bought him all that candy, and he went, dude. He turned into a kid in front of our eyes, dude. Dude, he he came out of that room, and he he came to see us. When he came to see us, okay, I'm not gonna say his last name, but we had a buddy who's in prison. Went to prison. We had to drive like two hours in and out of prison. We went to Jackson Prison. It was the first time I let Ernesto listen to us a long interview on Howard Stern, which happened to be ICP fighting with Sharon Osbourne. Ernesto couldn't believe his ears. But we go into the prison. We got to take our shoes and socks well, off. We're walking the prison, down. and Tony's telling me that Howard so big. So, oh yes, we're listening, so to, we're listening to Howard Stern, and I start telling him that at big sporting events, people when it's quiet will yell out "Baba Booey, Baba Booey," and Ernesto's like, "That's crazy." So we so go we're sitting the in the waiting room, and the Masters is on TV. Every time somebody tees off before the announcer can say anything, all you hear is "Baba Booey, Baba Booey," and Ernesto's like. I can't believe this is real. It's <laughs> <laughs> unreal, dude. But we go in to see Joshua. He, and we, the last time I seen him, it was before he went to prison. And me and Henry and a few other guys were out. He just so happened to be at Mr. B's that night. So, you know, we're having fun, having a couple of drinks, just, you know, and he's getting ready to go. And this is my first time seeing him since he's locked up. Comes out, looks at me and Ernesto. He's got this Stone face. And then he starts challenging us on why we believe in God. Because he's there. And it, I just remember he was like scary. And so we just started buying him sugar. We got a Mountain Dew. He, he goes, you guys get me something. Man, I haven't had a pop in so long. I haven't had. We get him a Mountain Dew. We get him candy. Starburst. And, we, and he starts lightening up. And he's with us, and he's joking. And then before he had to go back, he goes, man, you guys got me sugar high, man. Like, I don't even know how I'm going to go back to the cell, man. He was, like, all happy, dude. Dude, he had to be that. He had to put that thing on to survive in there. That is a tough dude. We well, in a tough prison. Yes. He was in Jackson, bro. We had to drive to Jackson, Michigan on a Sunday. That was rowdy. That was rowdy, dude. Were you the only ones that went to see him? I don't know anyone else that did. I gotta. I talked about Facebook. I gotta. I gotta go see him, dude. Well, as always, I'm Ernesto, and uh, I'm ex-convict Uncle Tony, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you guys in two weeks at the Red Rum Theater. <laughs>